This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Will he or will he not play this evening? That is a question regarding Giannis, who left the arena in a walking boot uh, going back to Sunday. And to talk more about it, our good buddy uh, Brian Scalabrini, a host of Scowlin' Pals over there on uh, the Radio.com app, our Radio.com NBA insider joining us right now. And it's brought to you by our friends at Pennzoil. Motor oil is made from natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. So, Brian, how you doing today, man? Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm looking forward to this game tonight. I want to see what the Bucks are made of, but I don't know. What are you thinking? No, no Giannis today? It kind of seems uh... like it's going to be that way. Well, you tell me. Somebody leaves in a walking boot. It's not likely they're coming back in two days. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I mean, especially with everyone being really safe nowadays with ankle injuries and stuff like that, which puts the Bucks in a peculiar situation today with a Miami Heat team that sort of let go of the road. You know, I, I don't. It's, it's going to be an uphill battle for Milwaukee in this situation. So the Bucks in this position, no team has ever come back from this type of a deficit before. Um, my assumption is no Giannis tonight. So, obviously, Middleton's got to have a big game. I'm thinking Bledsoe has to have a big game. Lopez has to have a big game. But this is one of those games, Brian, where maybe coaching, uh, coach superstar, go win it. Now you got to come up with a lot of different stuff. Now you got to play things matchup-wise that you didn't play before. So, this is where maybe coaches begin to shine, right? Yeah, I mean, that you would hope that. But for, sometimes it's just the players – you know, being embarrassed that they got their butts kicked the night before and they want to, you know, ratchet it up a notch. But in this situation, here, I mean, here's the problem I have with the Bucks in this series. For game one, you know, we, all we hear is, you know, Miami's a great three-point shooting team and the Bucks struggle to defend the three. Even though the Bucks have had major success outside the bubble, they've really struggled throughout the season, if, as good as they were with the net rating of uh, guarding the three. And I thought game one – they wanted to take away the three, which they ended up losing their identity, and then guys started getting to the paint, getting to the basket. So comes, and now they try to go the other way, and that was when they had you know the the, the major meltdown in um, in the fourth quarter. So like what I what is the Bucks' identity? And if you start with going back and forth on on your team and your defense, the players start to sense that you're not necessarily believing in you know what we are. So I'm not sure what Coach Budenholzer can do right now is. Are they going to try to take away the three? Miami, they did, They moved the ball side to side. It's really the only way to beat the Bucks, And the Bucks have to be the better passing team and the better shooting team for them to win. And typically they are, except against the Heat. The uh, the Bucks tonight, I, I look, and I was talking about unsung heroes, guys that really need to, to play well. We haven't seen a lot of 
those good quality minutes out of a guy like Pat Connaughton, a guy like Dante DiVincenzo, just finally starting to get a little bit of his confidence but still beyond the arc, not being able to shoot the basketball really well. I think this is a game where you have to hope some of these guys that uh, gave you so much and were the unsung heroes, so to speak, during the regular season, this is where those guys have to really shine and maybe have one of those those games that you didn't think they had in them, right? Yeah, so the unsung hero will be determined on the player that gets some easy baskets for the Bucks. Now, with Miami, they're going to put some emphasis on Chris Middleton, but the, the, the guy, like you saw DiVincenzo turn the corner late in the game and get to the basket. Can Pat Connaughton get to the basket? Can Kyle Korver not just get the, the uh, double screen down where he's like flying up to the top of the key to shoot three, but how about some wide-open ones? And I don't know. And that's, the, that's where I have a little bit of problem with the Bucks and who they are. They want to be this drive-and-kick great passing team but to me, like, Bledsoe's really not that guy in nature, and Middleton's not really that type of player by nature. So if you want to play a certain style, you've got to have elite decision-makers and guys that really love to fly, uh, fly the ball around the floor. Well, that's the problem with the Bucks. Now, it works with Giannis because he has to draw two, and when he is moving the ball, it seems like the Bucks are really difficult to stop, but – you know, even no Giannis, and they're not, they, they, they don't seem, they, I don't want to say they're reluctant to pass, but they're not as free-willing as, like, when you watch the Houston Rockets right now, those guys seem like a free-willing team, willing to pass and make, turn down a good shot to try to get a great shot. When the Bucks are at their best, they're doing that. For whatever reason, in this Miami series, they have not done that. So the unsung hero would be the guy who ends up getting that good pass to great pass because the Bucks are playing unselfish. If you now, it's amazing because you start to look at some of the game casts and such, and without Giannis on the floor, suddenly it's a fifty-fifty proposition. With 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 Giannis playing, they're still saying, "Well, the Bucks sixty-five percent should win this ball game," which I, I I guess when you start to look statistically at this thing and you say, "Okay, percentage-wise, with Giannis on the floor, yes, they should win this game," but we've been saying they should win a lot of games down the stretch and it just hasn't happened for them. Give me your sense as to what happened from the time. I go back to even March 2nd when they got beat by the Heat and March 2nd they haven't played consistently good basketball since then. What is different about this team now versus what we saw throughout the majority of the regular season? Well, in the regular season they were blowing people out, historically blowing people out. I think their net rating was one of the highest it's ever been in the history of the sport. So, they didn't have any of these close games in the fourth quarter. And I said it all year long. Like, I'm just not stolen on the bus in the fourth quarter. And, I, and it's not their fault. I don't have a big enough sample size to look at it and say, yes, this is what's going to happen. And, I, and people, people came to me and said, well, Giannis is shooting you know, 36% from three. And I said, yeah, but it's, it takes like a lot of years to be able to step up and shoot a three-pointer late in the game when, when the game is on the line. Not, you know, when you're, when you're up by 20 and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I, just, I might as well just shoot this. These possessions are kind of empty. They don't mean anything. You're blowing another team out. You feel good about yourself. Well, now it's a tight ball game. You haven't had a bucket in a while. Are people going to – now, I, I, I do believe that Chris Middleton will make that open shot, but I don't believe that Bledsoe will make that open shot. I'm not a fan that Giannis will make that open shot. So when you're looking down the stretch and you're looking at the Bucks, they didn't have a lot of practice. The year before, they melted down against Toronto. And everyone looked at Kawhi Leonard on that. Okay, okay. but you, they still had to play bad. They were still not an efficient team offensively in the fourth in a close game. And then now they're in the bubble. And ever since they've been in the bubble, they just really struggled. 
in the fourth quarter of really just finishing games out. And I think it's a little reflection on Giannis. And, and you're, I think most teams take on the personality of their superstar until he becomes like that guy that where the game comes really easy to him down the stretch. The rest of the guys will not act that way. You know, he can't be the best player that wants to do everything and then defer to somebody else that's cool, calm, collected. That's just not how the Bucks work down the stretch. So this was going to be a problem. I didn't think it was going to be this big of a problem, like what we saw when Miami ended up winning by 15 and get outscoring them, what was it, 31 to 11 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, that is, uh, you, I, I didn't think it was going to be that much of an issue, but it, it's still an issue moving forward. Even if next year this whole team comes back, their fourth quarter woes are still going to be an issue. Talking with Radio.com Sports NBA insider Brian Scalabrini, the host of Scalum Pals as well, the podcast. Um, you you had said it. See, I I had said that exact same thing and got heavily criticized for it was Giannis, you know, he's got to be that guy. And people just want to point the finger at everybody else and say, well, you know, Giannis is doing his part. No, you got to be uh, – and going back to what Jefferson said even, which drew a lot of controversy, you got to, you got to be the assassin. you got to be the guy that is going to throw the team on your back when it counts the most. And is he that guy? And has he developed into being that guy? He wants to be. He mean mugs. He does things physically – but yeah. if you're not going to be that cutthroat guy from the outside that drains that three confidently, consistently, does he need the other guy alongside him? It does seem that way, and that's what's going to be really interesting about the Bucks offseason or moving forward and whether he stays or goes. And listen, he's still – it's amazing. It's amazing how good he is with the flaws that he has in his game, especially in the fourth quarter. But, yeah, I mean, that's a different animal. Like, to be – the main guy that that puts the team on his back in the last four minutes, or you know, you could play with the team and you could be you know fifty fifty with the team, and next thing you know, you know exactly what you're going to do, and you know that they don't have another guy to match up with you like what we see with LeBron. A lot of times, he'll flip a switch, and next thing you know, that two point game is a nine point game, and the game is over. Yeah, Giannis is a long ways away from that, and you know, Jefferson took an interesting take, but there's a lot of truth to what. He, he was saying now Pippen is even more of the guy than, than what Giannis is because Pippen had an unbelievable jump shot. He was great off the dribble, you know, from three and until he develops that side of it, I don't know if you can be the number one guy. It's almost like the Ben Simmons uh, situation in Philadelphia. Ben Simmons does not want any part of the last four minutes of a game offensively, defensively, just like Giannis. They really bring it rebounding the ball you know, they, they do a lot of good things. But offensively, like Ben Simmons doesn't want to be out there. And it seems like Giannis, not that he doesn't want to be out there, but doesn't feel comfortable out there. And I've been around stars, you know, in all my years of playing or covering. Like, those guys live for that moment. That's why they play basketball. Not to blow a team out by 14 or 20 in the third quarter. They play for those type of moments. And they, and they love that everyone thinks they're not going to be able to do it and they end up doing it. Now, listen, I hear Giannis puts the work in, but maybe it's, it's, a, it's a psychological thing for him. Maybe he needs to get to the point where he does believe that he can get any shot he wants on the floor down the stretch. And once he does do that, I can only imagine how good he'll be. But he still seems to press late in the game in the fourth quarter. Brian, great stuff. Prediction for tonight? I got Miami winning and covering. Yeah. I don't win by more than five. Yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I'm hoping we're wrong, but it's it's 
it's uh, almost looks like it's relatively inevitable. If, if for anything, I mean, if the Bucks would come back and win this series, being down without their superstar, it would be not only the first time in NBA history, but it would be miraculous in NBA history for something for like sure. that to happen. It would be an epic collapse by the Miami Heat as well along the way. Brian, always a pleasure, buddy. Appreciate talking to you. See you, Bill. Talk to you later. There you go. Brian Scalabrini, NBA champion, Radio.com Sports NBA insider. You can find him at Scalabrini over there on uh, on Twitter. And uh, he joins us on the uh, Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE. Go to SchneiderJobs.com. The insider calls are brought to you by Pennzoil. Pennzoil motor oil is made from natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.